controls will have to be imposed. And a world governing body will be created to enforce them. Welcome to Tinfoil Hat. We, we, we go deep, homeboy. Eric, open your mind. Drink from the fountain of knowledge. There's lizard people everywhere. That's some interdimensional shit. Wake up, Aaron. This is only the beginning. There's all right, welcome to another special episode of Tim Foil Hat, Sam Tripoli. Uh, this is a very special episode that we're doing out of the belly of the beast of the comedy store. Uh, I'm very excited to have him here. He's going to introduce all of his friends. Uh, straight out of Japan, been doing a hopscotching across the country. Uh, he's the human encyclopedia, word on the street is. Uh, people are talking. Please welcome uh, our returning champion. Ryan Dawson, how are you, buddy? Thank you. Thanks for that introduction. <laughs> Thank you. Uh, can you introduce your friends to us? And uh, we'll, we'll just get into it. I'll let them introduce themselves. Yeah. Hi, my name is Frank Mitchell. Frank Mitchell has a, uh, a, a, a California address on his New York license. That's how Always. fucking this guy's working the system. <laughs> and the captain over here with his glasses on who knows a lot. That's right. Mr. Dick Crinkle. Dick Crinkle. Okay. I think that's an alias, but I'm fine with that. Um, what's that's, up, bud? That's why they're introducing themselves. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Make up your names as we go. Um, how are you? I'm good, man. A little bit jet lagged, but it's all good, man. I appreciate you coming in, uh, to the comedy store and hanging out. Yeah. So, what's the purpose of your trip? Well, I was going to be here earlier, you know. Then, yeah, and then the lizard people <laughs> shut it down. They know Some, you're here. They're like, don't let them down. downstairs. Yeah, they had their agent. Yeah, they're like he's down there they doing a show. Asian. That's I even crazy. Guest. I was going to say that, but yeah, it's so much darker than that. <laughs> um, so we're excited you're here. You're at the world. Is this first time at the comedy store? It is. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't even give you a tour because you guys just wanted to hang out in the in the. The, the, it's called the Regulars Bar. Oh, yeah? They made that when Rogan and a couple other guys came back here because they, they, did, they didn't want them to uh, be just, like, just yeah. swarmed. But then they forgot that people become famous so they could get swarmed. They enjoy that. That's the whole <laughs> point of the whole thing is to get swarmed. So uh, nobody hangs out there that much. But yeah. it is a very special place. Yeah, That's like heard- somebody I won't mention that goes to the gym, Gold's Gym. And they go with the hat and the glasses and the scarf. And then they realize no one's noticing them, so a piece comes off at a time. Yeah. And as soon as somebody notices them, the last piece they took off goes back on. They find that perfect balance. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> I don't want anyone to know me except for one person. I don't want anyone to know me. Shit, no one knows me. I really want... know me. Yeah. I, I, you know, I've been touring with Eddie Bravo, and he's like, I don't want to be famous. I'm like, you know what? I agree with you. I, who wants the real... Fa- I just want enough to put, like, 200 people in any market I go to. And, you know, I mean, maybe I don't drink, but if, if I want to, free beer. That's yeah. pretty much all I want. All the rest of the fame, it's like just, you're a pinata right now. Oh, yeah, you're on the chopping block. Frank Sinatra didn't have to deal with this shit. He got a troll. What did he do? Send the fucking mob, and they fucking broke your knees, and you didn't fucking <laughs> heckle anymore. Well, the and worst. Was three at a time, and guess what? It didn't come back <laughs> and they appreciate because they, they yeah. can keep a secret. That's right. I think it's worse when you're semi-famous you for doing politics, not yeah. like not like comedy or music or something. Like I got ambushed in a Target when I was in Tampa just a couple of days ago, and people, Ryan Dawson, ran up to me, real nice, all like, like don't mind, but like when everyone you meet wants to talk about like heavy 
Yeah. You know, politics. Yeah, I'm just at the target. Vacation yeah. You're like, I got my latte. Can I drink my latte and not tell you about I, fucking 9-11? I was in Vegas and the guy, you know, talked my ear off asking me JFK questions the whole time. I'm like, dude, I, I don't want to do this right yeah. now. Did you come here to, to gamble? <laughs> yeah. I'm here to talk JFK. Like, pay me. What, what <laughs> does the Ryan Dawson uh, fan look like? Like, because comedians, we all have different ones. Like, Chris Aliyas are all like tens that bleach their assholes. They're amazing human <laughs> beings, right? You know, Something's mine funny. are just like I, I don't know how to describe mine. Like, the women are attractive. Like, that's what I'm learning from. Consp- the one thing that shocks me always, like I'll never say it, can't say it enough, is that how attracted the women are in the conspiracy world. Like, they show up to Eddie Bravo's and I show and I'm like, what are you, you're, what are you doing here? They're Russian agents. I, hey, <laughs> I'm cool with sending Finbots, dog. I'd rather get fucking taken out by a hot one than a chunker, right? 100%, absolutely. <laughs> right? If you're going to slip my wrist for the documents, fucking at least be a 10. And I don't think you can meet to a robot yet. At least. Not yet? You don't think it's happening? No, I think you can still violate Just give him time. Yeah, just give him time. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm married, but my co-host, and he's only been doing it a little bit. He just popped on a few shows, and all of a sudden he was having Poonani slung at him all day long. And it's he's great. like, i got to be on one of your shows. Man. I didn't know this is a thing. <laughs> I'm a rock star. <laughs> <laughs> it's almost like Chris D'Elia. He op- He brings out a guy that looks exactly like him. Because he has a girlfriend now, and he can't do it, so he's like, you enjoy it. And he just, it's like winning the, <laughs> the, the snatch lottery. <laughs> so, uh, what's new, dude? What is going on? What's, what's, what's hot in the world? What do you want to talk about? I can cover whatever you want. I just did a film on Yemen. I don't know if people are that into that. But... I would love to hear that. Yeah? I would love to hear anything you want to talk about Yemen. I think it's incredibly insane it's that, one of the worst things happening right now. Yeah, we're the new. We're, I don't know if we're the new Nazis or an extension of the Nazis, but we're starting to put up Nazi numbers. Yeah, we're I, getting close. I always figured at one point, does somebody keep pointing the finger that everybody's the threat to world peace, and the rest of the world is thinking the only one attacking anybody is you, motherfuckers? Yeah. Well, the ironic yeah. thing about what you just said is, whoever we're going to attack is always the new Hitler. Right, <laughs> everyone's the new yeah. Hitler except yeah. for us. Exactly, that's right. what I mean. It's like the guy at the bar beating the shit out of everyone. All right, sorry. Let me put that millennial term. It's literally Hitler. Yeah, <laughs> and it's just kind of crazy because I think we were talking about it earlier about how you know we. I just saw this New York Times video done by this Netflix writer on some comedy, or she has a special coming out, and she literally was going, you know. About Trump hanging out with all the bad guys, who are the same people who hung out with Obama, yeah, okay, right? Thank you, thank you, yeah. yeah. Hanging out with Obama, it's the same fucking yeah. shit. And then she's talking about, yeah, I mean, like, we gotta go in there and stop what's going on in Venezuela. It's so horrible. But what she never tells you <laughs> is that her father was huge in the IMF. Well. And it's a whole huge reason why Venezuela is where Venezuela 100%. is. Chadley Butler is War's a Racket. If you haven't read it, read it. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. So we have this fucking shady ass shit going down, and now you have the trust fund kids. It's, I mean, like, it's, it's like, as you learn about this shit, like, it's amazing how many of your heroes get slayed, and oh, you're like, 100%. and then you look at this movement, which was the hippie movement, and we're like, dude, that was like peace. And you're like, oh, they were all trust fund kids. Yeah, oh, yeah, exactly. That's who's the most susceptible to all these cults. When you study any of these cults, the Rajishi, you know, you name it, it's always these. Uh, trust fund babies from these very influential and, uh, and wealthy people. Just complete absent-minded 
no soul, no inner dialogue, go along to get along. And, and they're just put into these positions. And they're, because, you know, the mechanic, like I got death, I got my first death threats, which was like a, a cool, I mean, I've always hey, gotten death threats. <laughs> yeah, but like a legit one from like a McCain. Ooh. Yeah, like uh-huh. one of the crazy mechanics. They hate like, me. Yeah. <laughs> and she was like, yeah, I hope the fucking terrorism attacks. You enjoy that. Hope they, you know, when there's blood that's on your hands. I live down from the venue. I'm going to hear the bombs and the guns go off. Hey, and listen, now that your dad's dead, there's probably less of a chance of a terrorist attack. For sure. <laughs> for sure. The and world's like, a little safer. I like what uh, Max safer. Kaiser said that I will never forgive Vietnam. For allowing John McCain to return five times. <laughs> <laughs> but he's the only POW come back fatter than when he fucking went in. <laughs> Songbird McCain, yeah. Just with a limpy arm. Yeah. With his weird, like, chicken wing. And then, but he came back in a better, better oh, state yeah. than he was. I was in the Hart Building one time to lobby. And I just happened to be one of these times I was there. John McCain was coming through the hallway. And he's, he was, like, chewing on his own teeth and just cussing at no one just dropping f-bombs at the wall and stuff he's got raging well not now he had raging ptsd for sure but he was just fervent this and that and he has this entourage following him around just like yes man you know it was pathetic I'm like this guy is a fucking lunatic you know and he was a senator and he was a high position in the senate armed service committee and all that and i was like here's john mccain he's about that tall <laughs> he's just this little Raging, Those are the worst. Raging. Yep. Yeah, of Secret, are secretly, the you, look at any, you look at any mob boss, they're all like 5 1. You yeah. Know? Whack him. <laughs> yeah, exactly. He's taller than me. Whack him. Take his knees out. Take the guy the 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 money they, they go one, two extremes. They're either that guy or they're a rock star. You got Mick Jaggers and all those guys are super short. Oh, I mean, and television's so weird because the people look tall are short and the yeah. people look short are tall. Like, Alan Iverson looked like a midget. And you're like, you stand next to him, like, holy fuck, you you're 6'1". John Bolton talks like he can kick the world's ass. But I, t- I doubt that mustache could get him out I of any trouble. I want that dude. F- I would love for some... I mean, he's a piece of I shit. I made a shirt that says Bolton must go to take off of the Assad must go. Yeah. yeah. I like that. Yeah. He's we'll a get piece you one. of shit. I always say, don't let that fuzzy ma- mustache fool you. He's a maniac under there. <laughs> yeah. We had a contest. like they, We had a poll, like the most gaffy neocons and the top two were Nikki Haley and John Bolton and it was a tough decision but I put it on Bolton just because he's been around longer you know, he's been doing I mean he was a advisor for uh, George Bush he was a UN ambassador dude he tried to be in the Supreme like, Court and they're like nah you're too crazy Back, yeah, exactly. but maybe it seemed there was a little more integrity because if it happened today he would have been just fast tracked yeah of course he told North Korea you're going to get the Libya treatment how do you go into negotiations or talks when you're saying the Libya treatment, which was you know getting sodomized by a knife? So I have in Gaddafi. This guy's a lunatic. I'm gonna basically I'm gonna give drop you right in the middle there. Yeah, I'm gonna basically have someone sodomize you with a knife. That, that would solve a lot. You know, back in the day. Well, Libya got rid of its nuclear weapons yeah. and then got invaded. Yeah. And him and his whole descendants, you know, they're all murdered, right? So that's what he's basically alluding to to North Korea. What? North Korea doesn't need nukes. They only got them so they could bargain them away anyway because their conventional weapons would still kill millions in South Korea. Like there is zero military solution in the Koreas. We have to negotiate. 
but Bolton has sabotaged Hanoi. He tried to sabotage before that. But they want that, though, right? Yeah. Because they That's use wants, North yeah. Korea as the boogeyman. Of course. They, 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 the axis of evil. The justification <laughs> for the presence in South Korea and Japan and the arms race. And, the, and China's doing the same thing. They're walking a tightrope. They don't want a failed state because of all the refugees that are fleeing the China. But they don't want a successful state either. They want it right where it is. By the way, it's the most beneficial. When you're in Russia, it's the same thing. The Russians are told everyone outside here is trying to get you. Support your leader. We're keeping you safe from the boogeyman on the outside. I think the boogeyman to Russia is the Rothschilds. Like, what well, are ISIS? Like, because like Putin's like, I got rid of all the Rothschild banks, and then you find out they're part of the Bank of International Settlements, which is the one that runs all of them. That nobody ever talks. You run all the centralized banks. That's a pretty powerful organization that nobody ever talks about, there's and he's still one. part of that. Yeah, there's one yeah. behind that, the Rigs. Yeah, that's the original before. When people talk about the Fed or something, because the Fed's one of these offshoots from the BIS, the Bank of International Settlements, they talk about Jekyll Island and all, because that's the sort of like popular narrative, probably because of Griffin's books and a little bit of Jonestown. But that's not who wrote up the Federal Reserve Act. It wasn't Aldrich and those guys. It was Riggs. Riggs is the original CIA bank. They created the OSS, they created the CIA, and they created the Federal Reserve. Holy shit. And guess, guess where the 9-11 hijackers were caught? And according to our own FBI, laundering money. Through Riggs. When Omar Bayoumi and Osama Basnan were writing checks to the wives of uh, two 9 11 hijackers that were right here in, in, in Culver City. But we go yeah. to Iraq. Right. Does that make sense? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> it's like after Pearl Harbor invading Mexico or something. But, oh, yeah. Yeah. They had uh, Alwith Nahazmi and Al Midhar, and they were getting the checks cut through Riggs because they used to use BCCI. Uh, you know, because pri- Riggs was damaged, their reputation was so bad, and they liked to play underground and but uh, in the early 90s they fell apart from a separate scandal but that bank was set up in pakistan by the saudis as part of the safari club click between israel saudi arabia and the united states for the sole purpose of creating al-qaeda supposedly to fight the soviets but the real reason was this was a network of privateers that they could launch in any place they wanted as cannon fodder because in a nuclear age, you can't have a direct World War II-style invasion war. Right. right, proxy wars. So they have his exactly. proxy wars. Proxy armies. And these, yeah. the Mujahideen, which split into two Mujahideens in Northern Alliance, that's where you get al-Qaeda, which is just a database of foreign fighters. Yeah, that's... So it's just the base. On the payroll. Yeah, and uh, it's Richard Pearl had the long... Yeah, the, the cracker, the shitter. What? Uh, the, yeah, it can also mean, like... The base can also mean the toilet, but it was database. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Holy shit. You know I mean? But yeah, they, and that's where bin Laden gets it and, you know, it goes on from there. And so that's how they financed a lot of Iran-Contra. Uh, this is right in the middle of Iran-Contra when this was getting created. So as we're fighting in Afghanistan, at the same time we're in Nicaragua covertly. And it was not like ISIS when, remember, ISIS sort of got its name on the map. Rather than just Al-Qaeda, they became... ISIL, ISIS, IS, they had a bunch of brands. But it was when they started beheading journalists on TV, right? Well, the exact same thing happened in Iran-Contra. A journalist was shot on television. So publicly, you know, Reagan said, we're, we're totally against the Contras. And publicly, Obama says, you know, we're against the Islamic State. Privately, we, we were funding, the CIA was creating the Contras, funding them, training them, flying them, all, not just in MENA and all that. That's the famous part. It gets a lot deeper than that. And the same thing with ISIS. With Anasar Front, our ally Sham through the State Department, we supported and are supporting terrorists. We have supporting Al-Qaeda. did in Libya. 
there was open air slavery in Libya. Yeah, is it still and, going? Uh, no, that's been as of like a few months ago. The the Libyan army's been taken back to territory, but for years since 2011 until this year. You could buy a person for $400. Here's, you want to hear something crazy, man? I live in this fucking town where, you know, the slavery is constantly brought up, and it was an ugly period in that country. It was done by the 1%, which is the same shit, which is Zuckerberg and all the same people causing all the chaos right now. Sex slavery and human trafficking. Yeah, so, I mean, it's still going on. But that's not important to them. No, 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 no. It's only this thing that happened back then that they could just keep grinding on. It's yeah. like why... The well, it's it's their excuse and justification for the Civil War. That's why. That's like the Civil War becomes about slavery in the 1960s, not the 1860s. Right, right, right. So it's like they, they start saying... Because <clears throat> history always gets colored by the pen of the present, you know? Yeah. And it just sounds like oh, what a great reason, what a great justification to, you know, murder half a million people and burn down civilian cities and all the horrible things that happened in the Civil War. It's a, it's a lofty reason, and slavery is definitely an unjustifiable it's institution. Awful. But they, they did enslave the Chinese right after the Civil War. But, yeah. <laughs> no, I'm not going to get a long talk about that. But. Politics, though, was us, we, and our. We didn't enslave anybody. We didn't invade anybody. Yeah. They do. That 1% you're talking about. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And they commit the heinous act, and then they get popped, or they have to relinquish it, and then it's, it's, it's you know, beat us up. But it goes back to your, like, I, I'm telling people, it's like, we fight over these dumb things oh, yeah. all the time, and it's it's not them. It, yeah. It's like, I mean, like, I'm going to say Mexicans aren't trying to take your jobs. Fucking blacks aren't criminals. White guys aren't all racist. Trans aren't trying to fucking take your kids. It's yeah, exactly. people above them that, yeah. like, you know, if you talk to your average, like, mega guy, they're like, Hollywood's trying to fucking... Deem us all fucking racist. You're like, okay, but you're the one shouting about trans agenda. They fucking aren't doing it. They just want to be left the fuck alone and do their own fucking thing. It's these sellout motherfuckers who get on TV and they take a fucking video with that trans kid. And it's like, oh, look at the trans. They're trying to get everybody to be fucking drag queens. It's that one sellout motherfucker that did it. Isn't that just a distraction from what's really going on? Come on. That's why I always tell people like. It's so uncommon if you see the same kid over and over. It's like this one kid. Yeah. Look at this. Piece of shit. Look at this while I. Pick your pockets they, over they here. Do the same yeah. thing. One of the things that television did is, you know, they, the, the media can just grab a bunch of inbred, toothless retards yeah. and say, "Look at these neo Nazis," and they yeah. frame the picture like this. So it looks like there's a lot of them, and then all of a sudden, it's where you're eating your breakfast. It's at the airport, yeah, and, and you feel like it's everywhere. It's not. Yeah. It's embarrassing. That's what happened in Charlottesville. Yeah, Charlottesville there was like was a, sure. a small group of dumbasses. And because I had two friends that were in Charlottesville, I almost went there. I didn't go because my wife was pregnant at the time. And da, da da da. But I was in America at that time, and I used to live in Charlottesville. I went to high school there, so I was you know amped to go. Uh, but I was going to go to talk about the statue and Robert E. Lee. That's I didn't know this other stuff was going to happen, and a lot of people were there for that and been doing that for months trying to protect the uh, Lee Park and Robert E. Lee. I mean, the city of Charlottesville might have been burned to the ground like Atlanta was if it wasn't for Robert E. Lee. So a lot of people generally felt like we want to protect this statue or at least have our side said. And some people just didn't want to move it because it was going to cost like $300,000. Like, <laughs> why? You know, a lot of different you know reasons. Uh, and then, you know, some kooks go over there. No, Nobody from Charlottesville, by the way. They bust in people from everywhere with Antifa. They bust in... These like neo-Nazi wannabes and stuff, yes, and, the, and the camera goes straight on like the two meeting in the middle. clan members from Ohio or whatever, and you know the people idiots with tiki torches, 
And over and over again, I've been up with tiki torches dude, and listen, khaki you know pants. Who it was, listen, there's an, a poetic picture that somebody took. So that, I don't know how they got up, and it's like this picture, and it shows how the media's here and they're framing this, and they're almost directing like, no, no, in a little bit more. You here, like, yeah. oh, you're doing a family yeah. photo, yeah, mm-hmm. and the picture. Just says it all. Yeah, just says it all. They've done it a bunch of times where they they show you a picture where it looks like these. There's Muslims that are be like yelling and screaming, but the picture from it's a small group. <laughs> they and like you, they don't they don't show you what's like the kid in the uh, the, me- the the Mexican the illegal in in a fucking cage which they ran with. <laughs> then when you go back, that was just a demonstration that Telemundo was doing, which was all staged. It's they all staged. just did it and got caught with the Covington kids. They just did yeah. the same thing. Well, the, the big it's, thing about that school, And that's only because somebody videotaped it. Yeah. You know, if, if those videos hadn't it come out, been they would have run with that story. What it was, and they, would have said, and they would have said this kid enticed this. I knew uh, Nathan Phillips beforehand. He's in a Skrillex video, too. Okay. And we used to call him Mapeneo, the finger waver. He's <laughs> one of these Native Americans that just goes around making like a career off of... I mean, they're genuine atrocities, obviously, you know, but, you know, we, we I was part of the Vital powwows in Virginia, Vital for Life, and at my college, and we was part of AIM, and I knew Russell Means, and deep into that, but focusing all on positive things. Right. And just spreading Native American culture, and people, you know, that's when they come to the powwow, they just want to make some sandstone animals, a dream catcher, have some fried bread, have some fun, dance. They don't want to be preached at, you know. Like, Dude, we know. Like, we know all the bad things that yeah, happen. Yeah. But this, this is one of those guys that would just go around and give speeches about the, you know, all the terrible things that happened. And uh, it's like, yeah, dude. Well, like, you see that in Hollywood right now. There's so many people who just make – they have careers off of outrage. Yeah, man. And, and it's the height of arrogance and, and, and pretentiousness to stand up and say, I'm speaking on behalf of this entire group of people. Fill in the blank. Doesn't matter. I think trans are the base one. If you meet the trans here, I'm t- telling you, Dude, guys freak out because they're like, what the fuck? No. And it's only it's only men to women that fucking freak people out. We see women who live their life as men, and we there are PE teachers, they're UPS people. They don't know. It's yeah. when a dude in a wig comes in, people start getting fucking weird. And it's guys because they're like, why am I have a weird reaction to that? And it's something I'm not comfortable with. <laughs> Most of them, dude, I know a lot of them probably said I had a bad coke problem, went on some weird porn <laughs> runs. I'll be the admitted of that. Okay? Went on some weird shit. But most of them that I know have... They just want to be fucking left alone. That's it. They just want to live their lives. They don't want to be the center of attention yeah. and, and, and uh, postulized. It's, it's it's other people wrapping themselves in the, vic- the, the perceived victimhood yeah. of somebody who's not even them yeah. mm-hmm. and for their own political gain. It's total insanity. In well, they're going to turn everyone on them if they're like, they're, I disagree with trans doing uh, female sports because of like... That well, is totally wrong, that, but that that's, that's a completely different thing. But that is it, what's going to be used to smash up the rest of them. Yeah, and this is where I... I when, when people get hung up on that, I stop them. I say, look, man, I had to step over a child sleeping on concrete to get here. I mean, the homeless situation is out of control. It's right. Rapid. Yeah. There's, there's organ harvesting, the, the sex slave trade, uh, slavery going on right here in this world. There's so many massive, endless wars of aggression. People are being displaced and murdered and tortured. And yeah. There's yeah. Um, unbelievably large problems, and you're asphyxiated on this point. 0.001% of the population who, guess what? Didn't ask for your help. Yeah. That's, they're cool. I know. Them. They don't want to serve in the military because they don't want to die in banker wars. Exactly. So that's, and that's why I was doing a film on Yemen. Do you think that if people in Yemen worry about transgenders at all? Yeah. <laughs> like, that doesn't matter. <laughs> they're trying to get their kids to eat. They're eating grass. Yeah, you know? exactly. You know you've is, got man? thousands and thousands of people starving. This, 
the psychological game that's played is that the only atrocities that matter are in this border. Yes. So they can sit there and go, it's this group of yeah, people, yeah, are the yeah. bad ones. But if you open it up, it's like every culture's got some blood on their hands. Oh, and I'm yeah. not saying it's right, no. but to go, this, I want to go, okay, ladies, I know, I know in America you are, you are just treated like second class citizens. Yeah, yeah. Where, where, where is the the where's the where's the place that it's so America Europe where's the place that is your fucking you know yeah. Wakanda or whatever that fucking place where where is that <laughs> what where is it Wakanda where's your Wakanda where is it there, there, there's, there's no affirmative action in South and Central America. There isn't asylum in Africa. There isn't uh, equal rights uh, in, in Asia. There isn't uh, feminism, you know, in the Middle East. Uh, it's like. Beating the crap out of people who are doing their best to honestly be open, and the only ones manipulating it are this small fraction of people who find the crazies on both sides and frame them in a picture and go, look, this is a a cross-section of all of America. No, it's not. So this is the only place you could have bullshit movements. I just got back from New Zealand, and (laughs) and, and everyone everyone asked me, it's like, is it really that racist there? Like their yeah. view of the United States is like, Every, they, like especially the South, just like beaten and ran over with cars and spit on and like cops just go and shoot them. Yeah, and it's like, like, dude, I go to fucking Starbucks and and I go to work and I go here and everyone gets along and it's it it's the media picking scabs. Yeah, and that's the key. Their their goal is never to heal the wounds of the past. It's to pick the scab and keep the wound fresh at all times. Yeah, so you don't. You don't you don't fucking pay attention to the cancer that's eating the whole body exactly. up. You're more concerned about this little cut right here. Yeah, exactly. And the, it happens. The racism I do see is that paternalistic racism where oh, yeah. when someone says something like and you've all heard this, like the black community, blah blah blah. I'm like, really? All of them? They all think that way? Yeah, <laughs> like, it's like, the height of arrogance and pretentiousness. Like, to be like, oh, I speak on behalf of this entire group of people. Yeah. Oh, well, that's another going to the trust fund kids. They get inserted in, in fucking things, and they get the microphone, and then they become the face of this crazy-ass shit. Because what they're doing is projection. Because yep. they live in a bubble, and in their bubble, all white people are privileged and wealthy. And John that. McCain's daughters probably literally think that he was a fucking American hero. <laughs> the Mika, whatever her name, on Morning Joe, whose father is a giant part of this thing that we're about to talk about, this fucking foreign policy of fucking scorching the earth, and she's there on the morning show? Oh, trust me. Listen, have you seen the clip where they, they have her just going, my father, my father, yeah. my father, Did you see her father. crying? <laughs> she's on the view crying. I sent her one of my shirts. Yeah. <laughs> I, have a, I have a t-shirt with a, oh, a zombie... Face of That's worms coming out of the head and stuff. John McCain. It says six Semper Tarantus. Yeah, <laughs> I mailed one to Megan the other day. <laughs> I love that, dude. Listen, I would never want me to be judged by the actions of my father. Yeah. But my father was in a war criminal, and I'm not going in a position to push a narrative. That's right. Exactly. I always wondered if uh, Al Qaeda put their flags at half mass when McCain died. That's so funny. <laughs> Father, That's so funny. Your father didn't funny. secretly fly to Turkey to get on a boat with old Derek Bosco. Yeah, and they just like how like it ramped up again of after course, that. Yeah. He takes and, photo ops with head shopping lunatics. Yeah, it's human nature, with the exception of like Gigi Allen, the head of ISIS. Uh, I, all, most people are like think they're awesome and what they're doing is right. Yeah, no one's like, dude, I'm a fucking piece of shit. John, well, John well, McCain was like the pale horse from Revelation. Like wherever he went, death would follow. Oh, right? for like, sure. You know, it's like uh, Will Smith got in a lot of trouble, and his career was never the same after it. When he goes, you know, 
if I was playing Hitler, I wouldn't play him as evil. Because Hitler didn't think he was evil. Exactly. He was tweaking, tweaking balls and yeah, trying, yeah, exactly. trying to suck his own dick, yeah, man. Exactly. But the truth of the matter is, like, he wasn't like, today I'm going to do evil. Yeah, that's, that's the point I was making. It, like, that, yeah. Every person, Jeffrey Dahmer justified what he did. And was For like, sure. Oh, yeah, listen, you know, those prostitutes... Were they had to be sinful. They had to be yeah. stopped, or whatever, whatever the fill in the blank is. Yeah, it's like they don't think they're doing. They think they're doing the Lord's work. Yeah, or whatever craziness. <laughs> and then that brings us to the next point, which is there's the that's the minor flaw in the species is the psychopath, right? But without the major flaw, which is the masses who actually carry out the atrocities of the psychopath, I doubt Adolf Hitler ever took a pistol to somebody's head and pulled the trigger. Yeah, and we have to address. There's a, a major problem with the species: the go-alongs, the get-alongs, the the, the brown shirts. Yeah, you're just just the average person is like, I'm just doing my job. I'm just doing what when I'm people told. say that about parking force, man, I'm like, order they go get followers. a new job. They yeah, go new fuck job. themselves. Dude, they're char- because I didn't have enough quarters. Oh, I just bro. got a drop, and I can't fight this thing. Kiss dicks, dog. What yeah. if you were the hangman? Are you going to just say I'm just doing my job? Yeah, but somebody <laughs> did do that job. Somebody's yeah, exactly. like, hey, dude. This guy's been protesting his his innocence, and we're about to put him down. I'm just doing my job, dude. Yeah, Go yeah, get a new job. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I had to put that on the phone today with somebody from Merrill Lynch. And it's just, I, I lost somebody in my family. And, and they're like, well, if you don't get this paperwork done in two weeks, then Merrill Lynch takes claim to her money. And you're like, what is wrong yeah. with you? And, and that's my point. People always want to point out the order followers, like the, 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 the enforcers, the soldiers, and the police. But there's an entire army of order followers out there that, that put the pencil pushers the paper pushers the ones that work in the offices the, the bureaucrats the, the people that work for these corporations it's just like I'm just doing my job I'm just calling you to fucking put you on notice that we're going to steal your money yeah and because they're encouraged by our public ex, our public education which is simply teaching you to follow the rules right exactly when you don't exactly. follow the rules you get fucking detention you get rewarded for obedience Miss Bacon for the entire fourth grade that's right which I had to sit on the floor of the hall and then you accumulate so many detentions you start getting suspensions yeah Yeah. and you're like dude you didn't follow the rules so when they get in then they what I always tell the people I did this to a guy at Chase Bank because they try to go hey listen man we, we're going to do you this cool thing we got now that is like, let's say you don't have enough money in your bank account, we're going to let you overdraw it. And they're like, isn't that cool? So you don't, so if you're, you don't have enough cash, we're going to help you out. They're not telling you that every day that you're overdrawn yeah, is yeah. 50 bucks. Yeah, exactly. Right? So I went, I, I, I go there, I go, you guys didn't explain that to me. And he just goes, I'm sorry, I just don't feel bad for you. You understood the rules. And I go, listen, you don't have to feel bad for me because you're in. I'm going to tell you, man. There's going to come this moment in your life yeah. when you wonder why the universe is shitting on you and it's going to fucking happen. Yeah. And I want you to know it's this moment right here where you're fucking a robot in a human moment yeah. and you're taking the robot's fucking point of view. Yeah. That's why the world's shitting on you because you're making the world a worse place worse for place. fucking scumbags who would fucking cut your job and could save them a fucking dollar. 100%. Absolutely. You're selling your soul to move up in a fucking slaughterhouse. Yeah. You're, you're, you're a non-player character. You do not have an inner dialogue. Yeah, and you just—that's why NPC got people banned from Twitter. Yeah, now, I was surprised because Tim Pool didn't bring that up when he had he, Tim Pool went on Rogan's show and he talked about a lot of things on Twitter. And he did talk about learn to code. That segues into something else I want to talk about. But the, there was this thing where everybody just put the NPC character as their avatar, and they just started banning everyone because it hit a little too close to home. <laughs> like you got a lot of robot people. They're like, I don't want to think. I don't want to follow this formula. 
And uh, after that, you know, I don't want responsibility or anything. Yeah. I'm just going to follow it's my parroting. orders. Memorization like, why do you, why thing, are you here? You're yeah. going to get replaced by a machine. The other thing that schools <laughs> reward is memorization regurgitation. Not free thought, not true intelligence, deriving conclusions on your own. Read this book and spew back exactly what you read. Yep. And that's who gets advanced. And anyone who's creative or thinks outside the box or is original gets squashed. It's, it's murdered, obedience, murdered. too. It's like, here's some questions. The answers are in bold right before yeah, exactly. it in the chapter. You know, it's like, write it down. And, and a lot of these professions that we're supposed to admire that you think of like, oh, they're really smart people, attorneys, doctors. That's who they are. They're people who are really good at memorization. Memorize. Yeah. Which Dude, is, I live in Hollywood. Where we've had, like, you know, I was always like, I don't trust anybody. You know, you want to believe that the president's going to do well for the country because it's your country. I'm done doing that. I, I, I've tried to give them every one. And you're like, ah, oh, fuck, we're, we're right back yeah. to the. I know why women go crazy. I know why they do. Because we're, <laughs> dude, the voting process is like guys trying to get laid. They will say whatever the <laughs> fuck we want to open our legs to get that snatch. And once they get the snatch, they're fucking gone. Yeah. You're like, I thought you loved me, and that's why they go cuckoo town. Hey, that's pillow talk. All you gotta do is yeah. win the. All you gotta do is win the primary. <laughs> yeah, that's it. You win the primary. They'll tell you whatever say it takes. I'm gonna bring. Want. Wasn't he? Uh, wasn't he bringing all the Xerox jobs back, or the uh, what company was he? Woody Allen put it best in any. I think it was Annie Hall that scene where he's, hmm. the girl he used to date is like, oh, I'm dating a politician. Oh, a politician that's great. It's one notch below pedophile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's coming <laughs> from a pedophile who wrote yeah, that and, too. Yeah, yeah, what dry. was uh, Barf's role? Pervert something. The dude. Oh, that, uh, <laughs> uh, that was. Uh, you can't do that on television. It was Senator. Something prevert. <laughs> Something prevert. Yeah. <laughs> They're all scumbags. They've been telling us that forever. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, oh, yeah, one time in it's one time in college I had to, I was, you know, studying with this female student who was pretty hot. And you know, she would we would study and then we'd get fucking weird and shit. Yeah. So she, we were going over the answers and I was nailing it. And it was one where you'd write in your fucking answer. Yeah. And the test comes back, I get a fucking F. And she's like, I don't know what happened. I go, I answered them all. And it was because they didn't like my answer. Exactly. It wasn't a regurgitation, regurgitation of exactly. what they were they were teaching yep. me. And that's all. I've learned this in this town. In this town when fucking everybody's going nuts over Trump. Bad man, bad man, bad man. For all the wrong reasons. Yeah, right. exactly. You just realize that they're just, they understand rules. That's all fucking grammar is what are the rules of this you know and they're really great at the rules there's no principles because you saw everyone get so mad at trump for the grabber by the pussy incident or you know whether he said there or they are rapists which is totally different you know yeah, there, there are there are some they they go after him for his language but you know hillary and obama actually invaded libya and killed black and brown people and females and all these oh. categories that you're obsessed with you know, 100,000 dead in Syria, supporting al-Qaeda, and we supported the war in Yemen, which started before Trump was president. You know, all this actual murder, actual theft, actual real life, you know, these crimes, and they're mad about Trump's language. So it's like, you can go bomb people, you can create slavery, you can starve people to death as long as you use, you know, nice words when you yeah. speak, as long as you don't use the wrong terms when you're talking have bad tact like trump definitely doesn't have any tact but <laughs> political correctness was used to replace common just you know yeah. com common sense yeah, absolutely it really was it taught you 
not right. to think and just react on words, but then it came with fine print. Yeah, that's right. Which, and I do a bit about called oppression math. As comics walk to the stage, the crowd starts calculating in their head how much that person's group has been uh, been oppressed and based oh, on yeah, that is what they get away with so it's like you know it's like blacks can make fun of everybody but they can't shit on gays yeah, gays right. can make fun of everybody but they can't shit on fat chicks yeah, and then right. i made this at the end because some <laughs> reason midget's a bad thing like that's just made up because every midget in la is famous They've either in Game of Thrones, fuck Sertulay, fucking midget porn, whatever it is, you know them. But, but now they got a word. So are you it's allowed really to bizarre. get applause anymore now? There's a town Just, outside of Richmond, Virginia. There's a town near Richmond in Virginia. I forget the name right now, but it's it's all like... Little people? It's uh, And everything in it is uh, sized down. That's yeah. great. You ever hear the old tale about how they like a tiger versus like 50 midgets and the tiger just fucked everybody up? Like it was okay. You were gonna say something about applause? I was just saying, he just that, dropped. Does that, that mean okay. with all the different categories you get no applause now? You're not allowed to get an applause? I do you get applause because I go I, I He killed I, it today. Correct this is fucking Is a Rockefeller. It's done. It's dead. Yeah, political correctness is dead. People are just tired of it. Especially yeah, in the- I'm forty. I'm in my mid forties, dude. I should be irrelevant right now, but these kids are coming to art with they think are rules. Isn't that strange? It's funny. Remember, political correctness started in the nineties, and it was the right that was pushing restricting freedom of speech. Uh, you know, Tipper Gore and the, and then the PMRC. Dude, and the whole thing. burning books forever. Who was yeah, doing that? Yeah, exactly. The religious but- right. And but now it's switched where the left who used to champion that is now running around. You can't say this. You can't do that. You can't go there. And anyone that disagrees with this, we're going to destroy their career, destroy their job and get them fired. And then they call everyone around him a fascist. And it reminds me of that scene in uh, The Princess Bride where he's like, you keep using that word. I don't think you know what it means. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, dude, everyone's a fascist. You can't say that. You can't do that. The Unabomber was right. He talked about all this shit. And I'm like, I, we did an episode. I'm like, holy fuck. He's complete. Everything I was saying that I was watching, we re- I'm like, dude. What pages? Hmm? What are you talking about? Rich kids? Basically hijacking? Yeah, over-socialized liberals and the surrogate activities. That would be it's 11 through 16. And how they actually, it's not that they respect these people, but they actually look down on them. Oh, they do, 100%. Like, when they did that thing where they went they went to college, and they're like, why are you against uh, an ID law? And they're like, well, some some black yeah. people don't have IDs. Or they, what about... They, they don't know where the DMV is. They don't even have the internet. And then they went oh, to the ghetto, like, do you have the yeah. internet? He's like, yeah, I have a yeah. fucking phone. Because they don't have black friends. Yeah. <laughs> they don't hang out with people. Right? You, there was no, a doc true, that did about... It, it's the unspoken racism behind everything they say. Sacred victim. Yeah. Everything they say in all their policies, which is, hey, man, anything you can do, they can do. Except they really can't, so we'll create affirmative action. Yes, yeah, the racism right. of low expectation. You know what I mean? Right. It's we'll create totally special privileges because we really actually believe, don't believe they can do it, where the rest of the population knows they can do it. They work with them. <laughs> they're our, our coworkers. They're our friends. They're, yeah, it's, they're it's, it's just not real, and it's, it's all made-up shit. And, you know, I got in this I, – I tried to engage in this Twitter war with this one comic here because in Hollywood, you'll talk to any guy, white guy, and they're like, I was told they're not looking for me. They're not, and you hear, you see, and especially these young comics, man. I feel so bad for these really funny motherfuckers yeah, that because of something that 
their uh, their dad didn't do it, but their dad's clumped with all these other motherfuckers yeah. and are these bad fucking guys, and now they're being told we don't want you, and it's not working. Nobody's watching any of their stuff, and that's why I've always said. Fucking television is a giant shell game because everybody who owns the stations also owns the people who are advertising on the station. So it's just a movement of money, dude. It's why the Mindy Project got nine fucking seasons. And I don't know one motherfucker who ever (laughs) ever said to me, did you see the Mindy Project? I've never heard of that. (laughs) Nine fucking seasons made it to Hulu. And I'm like, what are we doing here? And I'm not mad for people. I'm not mad. That someone gets an opportunity. If they give it to you, take it. Yeah, but at course. the end of the day, it's either you get the ratings or you don't. But that's, that's not it. what's happening now. Yeah. And we don't even know the ratings. Well, people oh, are no, being that's disc- what they do. They're hiding it. And they're it, hiding That's why it. Netflix changed that rating system they had, where the people are like, we're rating it. And then, uh, what's her name, had her special. And it shit and the it, bag. It, it shit the bag. And then, right after that shit the bag, Chappelle's special came out. And they had a concerted effort to destroy it. And it still had five stars. Yeah. So like, all right, we have no control over this. Just take the rating system away. Right. <laughs> that, that's why. That's also why YouTube is going after comments. Like they're making the uh, the content producer responsible if some idiot comes on and is like fourteen eighty eight or whatever. That is very rare occurrence. The reason they're really getting rid of comments is because when CNN and these mainstream media put their stuff on YouTube and you read the comments and they're all just trashing them and it's all thumbs down. So they want to they want to be able to give them the pretext to say, oh, well, we had to get rid of comments because somebody could come in and say something crazy. So we just don't have comments anymore. But really, they needed a way to get rid of comments because they were getting trashed, like whatever they said. Because it's all lies, got picked apart immediately in There's the comments. There's so many section. videos out there, not to pick on CNN, it could be any of them. Yeah, I could have, yeah, that, any three letter network. All <laughs> the times I've been caught with just like nonsensical fake news. Yeah. Like legit. Like that, that video of when they're, they're, they're pretending like Russia Gate. Yeah, like she's in Alabama the van go by. And everyone's like, so what? Like, well, because they're giving it that they're at a special location exactly. and they're yeah. fucking not. She's literally. Like two feet away. It's yeah. fake. There's no it's hurricane behind you. Yeah, exactly. my, uh, <laughs> my co-host was on CNN at a, uh, to talk to Michael Moore, actually, at an event. And he's a, a Jewish, a Syrian Jew, and he wanted to talk about Syria. And, of course, they gave him a scripted question, and he went off script. <laughs> they completely botched it. And, uh, yeah, I mean, he just – Michael Moore just, like – answered the other question anyway and it was real obvious and you see politicians do that sometimes where you ask them a and they just answer b and had there's no relationship between what you ask they just make up and and say oh yeah and then they just ask themselves the question they want to answer and they answer that because there's a script and so when you see that happen it's because somebody went off script but they just still give the answer they they're told to do it's so it's so contrived and fake the worst one i saw this was like eight years ago. I was at the gym and CNN's on, and the commercial comes on. It's like the horror horror uh, movie trailer guy. And he's like, oh, are you teaching your baby racism? Yeah. And, it goes to the, <laughs> and it, 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 it's the reporter, and she's got a paper with like five babies on it, ranging in pigment, white, all the way to black. And there's a little baby with like bubbles coming out of the and she's going... Which one's the evil baby? Which one's the what evil? The point f- the I did, that's what I knew about that. Retard. I, I, did a, I had a joke about that, how they're just going to mental facilities looking for someone to say crazy. It's like, hey, is anyone got anything weird to say? <laughs> uh, are Jews people? 
all right, we're live in five, four, three, you know? And it just like, with neo Nazi. Yeah. <laughs> Baby. Exactly. So I want to say something about Charlotte real quick. Charlottesville. Yeah. So Charlottesville. So you remember they had that guy run, and then there was this weird picture of like it was zoomed on and it looked like it was somebody else. And then they showed like, oh, it looks like this soldier. So later on I go back. So this shooting happens out here, right? And the soldier they show is the same fucking guy. So then I try to go back to fucking find that. It's been scrubbed from the internet. It's gone. There's a lot of that going on. A good example, and like, I don't like. Don't go overboard like Jones don't does go, and just say everything's say fake. But there on. are, you know, the Saddam statue tapping is a great example where they tried to make it look like it was an organic, you know, rebellious act by Iraqis who tore down the statue of Saddam and were beating it with shoes. What it actually was was their own government in waiting. Ahmed Shalabi was one of the guys with the shoes. They're there. They... The U.S. Army had to pull it down with an armed vehicle. They blocked off all sections of the park so no one else could enter. And they had their own crew in there who were staying in the Palestinian hotels, Chalabi and all his goons, the future oil ministry, the future vice president, etc. That's who was beating the Saddam statue with shoes. Our own government in waiting. Uh, a man convicted of bank, uh, bank fraud. You know, oh, yeah. That- Went through the INC, which went through the uh, Judith Miller and Sapphire down to PNAC and the rest of the guys that made up the lies that justified going into Iraq yep. in the begin with. These guys are the ones beating the statue. But it was debunked immediately because there's aerial photos where they saw the tanks, you know, on every entrance that wouldn't allow any actual Rockies to go in there. And they just had our own guys. And, and that was on antiwar.com immediately. It was all over the Internet. But not one single dude. <laughs> you're now that guy no it's all right not one single three-letter network would cover it like i'm waiting yeah, we need like a dude. giant hammer to come down when that happens. <laughs> it's, like it's all fucking it's lies all... dude i mean like i'm not gonna get insane hook but there's literally a video where the the crowd is just walking in a circle so it looks like everybody's kind of like running around. and then from the area view, you can just see them going in a fucking circle, dude, and it's well, fucking nuts. This is why they're in a frenzy because they realize they've lost the ability to. First of all, they're really lazy about it. They really put almost zero effort into it because they, they didn't have to for so many years, and now they're blaming all everything else but the fact that you've lost control of the minds yeah. of a significant portion of the population. I remember Hurricane Gloria, because I'm from Hatteras Island. And we went to my grandparents' house, but we were going to see them anyway. But my dad stayed behind, uh, you know, to take care of our properties and stuff. And I'm sitting there watching the news, and I see whoever this is in the 80s, an anchor in front of my dad's property with water up to their knees. And, like, everything's flooded, like Armageddon. And I found out later, you know, all that person did, it was probably ankle deep, and they just sat there on their knees yeah. like that, right? Because we called my dad. And we're like, oh, the phones are working. And we're like, is there like knee-deep water up? No. There's a little bit of rain puddles and this God, and that. It was all, you know. Dirty but laundry. there was nowhere, and it's also there was nowhere to Cooper say it. got in trouble for that. Anderson Cooper. Yeah, they got busted quick now because the internet, but in the 80s. Yeah, exactly. know, this is what he was saying. They get in slo- they're sloppy. They didn't have to have any effort. I'm just giving that example. Like, my dad was there. And there wasn't knee-deep water, and he would have said so if there was. But that's all we could say is that we knew someone was there, and then we got him on the phone because the internet didn't exist yet. And and there was – how are we going to tell people? We did lose electricity. I mean there was a hurricane. So the people on the island didn't see any of those broadcasts. 
Yeah, you, you, you had to have family somewhere else watching the TV to know that you're being lied about because you don't have right. electricity, right? Right. Which, by the way, you're in a unique position because Hicks and Carlin showed us that you can be political and funny. Yeah. And comedy is unique because comedy is the the sugar that helps the medicine go down. For dude, you yeah. can deliver this in a way that's palpable. Get them laughing, slip them the truth. Yeah, and it's show them how silly and ridiculous it is. Bill yeah. Hicks's whole thing: take it, put it under the, the, the light of common sense. That's right. If it doesn't make sense. That's your fucking joke. That's it, right there. But you got to be fearless, man. Yeah. Like I'm a 24 year old vet of comedy, dude. Yeah. You ever see the picture of the lion that has all the scars on his face yeah, yeah. from fucking wars? Oh, yeah. And I go, that's a 20 year comic vet. <laughs> like you have to go through it to get to it, and then you have to be. Hey, they're not going to like this. I'm going to fucking go harder. Yeah, like exactly. I go, I used yeah. to be like, hey, man, we're five minutes in. You're not going with it. I will hijack this plane, and I will fly <laughs> it into this building. You want, <laughs> Dude, we're not going to play this game. Either you get with me right now or everybody burn. And it's like you got to be fearless like that. And, that, again, that's the only reason I'm still relevant right now that's is it. because these kids are coming in with these fucking rules. No, dude, you, you have to make a mockery of it. You have it's to show art. Re- it's art. There's no, and like, the notion is, dude, you think anger is, when did offended, being offended become a war crime? Not only that, but here's the craziness. It's those extremists that are like, I want to provoke people with my art by taking a dump and blah, 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 and and a toilet and this and that, because you want to invoke that negative offensive reaction. But by your rules. Yeah. So if I offend you with something you don't like, well, that's against the rules. Yeah. It's right. a one-way street. It's yeah. a one-way street. Yeah, I'm 20 years of fighting neocons and like 13 years on YouTube, basically since it began. And you know all this. I, I'm glad you stuck up for me on Twitter. I saw that because I've been facing major censorship. But you do it, me but financially. this other I just keep going harder, though. doesn't get at anything. No. He never gets anything. And it's because he's an agent of chaos. Mm. You're talking truth. He's starting division. So they're like, yeah. just let him go, man. He's getting all these fucking people revved up. And they're fighting each other. You fucking tell the truth. They want identity politics yeah. and they want different biological categories to go at it. And, it's, you know, it's just as stupid as the racist that will uh, point to some accomplishment from some area of the world and say, well, that's biological. And it's just as dumb to blame an atrocity on biology, too, to say, like, whiteness caused slavery or something like that. It's, that's ridiculous, yeah, they too. But, the they, but they want you to all to be automatic. Yeah. Your house. yeah. in the front yard, in the front of the houses fighting. And it's the truth, man. And you try to tell people that. And it's just like, this town's gotten to the point where they don't even want to hear from no. you if you don't see it like that. No. And you don't, it's like, the, like, dude, the best example is Chris Hardwick. This guy put more people than anybody know on television, gave so many people their first fucking television credit. And when his batshit ex-girlfriend, who had a movie coming out, just literally called him a bad boyfriend. Never said he hit her. Never said he raped her. No never proof. said anything like this. No proof. One time he said, oh, he made me have sex when I didn't want to. Well, that sounds like a relationship. Yeah, I, exactly. I had two girlfriends fuck me while I was sleeping because yeah. I rock night boners. You know that's what I'm right. saying? Huh? So they would get out, I'd wake up, and they're fucking riding me. Uh, that's part of the relationship. Dude, I'm horny. I'm not, not, come on. I worked hard. I yeah. paid everything. Yeah. There's a roof here. Let me hit it once in a while. That's right, exactly. And everybody fucking crucified that motherfucker. Yeah. I didn't even get on a show. I never asked him. But I, no, I can't have that, dude. 
Yeah, and it, that's the other thing, too. It's always one way where it's the Me Too only includes women, but we all know living in this town the predatory nature of, of, of And they're little always silent. And... When Ed Buck killed two black gay men, oh, yeah. not one of these fucking chicks no. said anything. When these pedophiles come out, you know why they don't give a fuck about pedophiles? Because you can't spin it into a diversity that, fucking showcase. Exactly. That's you can't get a writing gig on a thing crying about pedophiles. No. And it's so obvious... I like, dude. I, I have so many white female friends out here, and I love them. But there's so many of them that's so obvious. They only give a shit about feminism, so they can force, they can fucking shoehorn themselves into a fucking gig. Well, listen, man. They're gonna get a rude awakening when the parasite class gets their next big world war and they instantiate the draft. They're gonna see just how cool feminism really was. Yeah, I mean, they're, they're not gonna have <laughs> yeah, a draft the until they have to, which seems like it's that's where we're going because. Yeah. Nobody, like, you know what's so funny? The fucking trans not get in the military? That was just done to be like, dude, these people want in the military. We won't let them. You should go in the man. I mean, they want that's, it so that's, badly. That's exactly it. The first phase of feminism was to destroy the nuclear family, pit a wedge between men and women, so that the state... Based on greed, though. That's yeah, the important yeah, yeah, thing. Yeah, yeah, exactly. When they're like, morals are killing America. Fucking, like, you know, back the Roman times was great, but, you know, they all just want to stick fucking dicks and butts and it crashed. No, it was the over-expansion of the fucking Empire. thing and the greed of that. That's right, 100%. It, they, like, dude, the greed of want to tax the entire population instead of fucking half the population. The greed of wanting to ship, shove, uh, ship out all the fucking jobs to where they don't have to pay anybody. That's what's destroying the country. Yeah, exactly. Which you, you mentioned morality, which is a very... Uh, uh, the, the height of hypocrisy, which is we as a civilized nation have decided that child labor is wrong, slave labor is wrong. You don't do it. So we'll create a corporation, Nike, Apple, they fill in the blank, and they'll go engage in it over here, make the products over there. Offshore slavery, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> ship them over here, and it's totally cool. That's okay. We'll just make it in China where they have suicide nets and people live at the factory. Exactly. <laughs> we have standards and morals nope. here. They, and what the argument is from liberals, liberals yeah. in this town I know, is I know. that if they made it here, it'd be too expensive. I go, dude, and when this first argument comes came up, I go, there are 12 cars made in America. Who are they? And they couldn't name them. I go, because they priced the same as the cars made elsewhere. The difference is the fucking corporation doesn't make a bigger profit. Here's an even worse one. Did you ever hear this justification from them? Well, if we, if we weren't giving them jobs, they wouldn't have any, any source of income. <laughs> they wouldn't have a living. Oh, yeah, if you didn't have slaves. Yeah. If you didn't give slaves houses. <laughs> and it's got to go to wouldn't be humans. Yeah, yeah. if yeah. you didn't give slaves houses, they'd have no place to live. So slavery's a good thing. The TPP was basically, and would have been Obama's, like, a nail in that coffin if that had passed. I can't believe it didn't pass. But it was basically the place that they had done the original free trade with were getting tired of paying nothing. They wanted their standard of living to go, so now they needed a bunch of other countries to fucking send and get fucking cheap labor from. They were going to move on from those fucking places. Of course. And then you have that fucking, what's her name, the black chick, who later got busted for homophobic remarks on her fucking... On her uh, blog from before, she was going, I can't believe we're the only country not doing this free trade thing. It's It's like, you're the fucking liberal channel. Listen, man. I've just been yelling at you. It's never free trade either, whether it's NAFTA, whatever they want to call it. it. No, and it's like, okay, well, yeah, you're not going to have tariffs across borders, but if you're going to allow... 
farm subsidies, for example. So you're, we're going to government subsidize our farms so they're paid to produce, not to sell. And other people have to actually compete versus selling their products. They can't compete with that. And then you get volume discounting to Walmarts, McDonald's, et cetera, like that. They're just going to go in and wreck the place. And then what, what happens? That causes migrants. They go in the city. Wages lower because you have more of an expendable labor pool. Right. And then what happens? Then they try and migrate into the U.S. What have you. And that's where the story starts in the middle. Is it like, oh, look at these migrants and take our jobs and whatever. It's like, well, why don't you rewind and see, like, yeah. why there are so many people running oh, in the yeah, first place? In Mexico, they rewind and be like, why are they – why do they have to come here and want to come here in the first place? Because they talk about fruit pickers and stuff? Country, creating drug cartels that yes! are fucking yeah. destroying their country. I mean – 100%. That's why they're coming here. Mexico especially. You it's not just like country. For sure. some corrupt cops or – no, it goes all the way through to the top yeah. it's narco it's a narco state i mean venezuela too that's narco socialism yeah for sure dude for sure and when you find out like the cia runs everything and you realize el chapo was just a district manager yeah. <laughs> he's just a district manager and then we, want we find billion. out that he gave 50 million to the clinton foundation and nobody said it doesn't fucking Listen. matter the Iran-Contra, Cuba-Contra, Fast and Furious. How many times after you get busted, you bring it up? Uh, conspiracy theorist. Are you a conspiracy denier? Yeah. Do you deny that very powerful and influential people get together to expand their f- sphere of influence and power and wealth? It's every uh, is covert, crazy? Every covert operation ever. That's a conspiracy. Yeah. Every <laughs> like, single one. <laughs> operation Except for Watch Russia <laughs> was just Russia gay hook, line, and sinker. <laughs> Just know he's working with them. Well, he's a billionaire, and if you're thinking a billionaire is a scumbag, you're right. That you know, like the, you know, the old saying is, you have a better chance of getting a, a, a camel through the eye of a needle than a rich man in heaven. That's because, like they always say, it behind every great fortune usually is a great crime. See, that's the, that is the controlled outrage because they went after Trump for RussiaGate, not the. Kushners and all the corruption, like the real corruption that you could mention that they don't mention because they're involved in the same stuff. Yeah, and they the same thing with Obama. The controlled outrage is like he's a secret Muslim with no birth certificate and da 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 da. da. Not all the wars he started, not yeah, the twenty two yeah. trillion dollars in bailouts or that. No no no. Yeah, the Lewinsky effect. Lewinsky like, like, oh, oh he, he only sold nukes to China. <laughs> China. <laughs> <laughs> so you're like, no, not our main guy. Not fat chicks. He plays the sax. He doesn't need fat chicks. Yeah. <laughs> and it's just like they don't even focus well, on the all bass that. player has to settle for fat chicks. <laughs> it was that so... that gave people the illusion that Clinton's into uh, you know women over twenty. Actually, she was only twenty. Actually, yeah. <laughs> like... well, yeah. I mean, that's just. <laughs> I mean, it's, and the people just—if you're compromised, you get pushed. Everything when you compromise, you get a push. Like, wait, women like sex? No, 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 no. Women don't like sex. Yeah, no, yeah. Just, it's awful. This is like awful experience that they're forced into, and they don't enjoy any second of it. How many people do you know just save a dress somebody came on? Like, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Can I? Do you mind if I frame it? Put it on the wall? Is that because it's the president's sperm or something? Yeah, it was, it's just the whole thing was theater. Or who it's ditches their secret service all, to all go to an orgy island? Do you know when I realized that? I realize. First of all, I remember in the Cold War when we were sending funding to Russia. Yeah. I remember that we we were sending bailouts. I go. Why are we sending these people bailouts? Even then, I realized something. The first conspiracy is Santa Claus, without a doubt. Oh, and that, that's that's the, the Santa Claus is the first conspiracy. Everyone's in on it, and they're telling you this guy comes, and then one woke kid goes, "Not nah, dog, nah. you're fucking lying to you." And then everyone attacks that kid. Yeah, <laughs> fuck you, you ruined it for Billy. You know, and it's yeah, like, yeah. hey man, 
Welcome to it. Well, they're going to have to remove training people, Is training people to lie to their children is training children to be like, oh, there's scenarios where it's okay to lie. Yeah. Following I, the, sure. following I, the, I have photographic proof of Santa today in the airport. I'm following their new standards, they're going to have to <laughs> remove Santa this. from uh, the internet because they're removing conspiracies from the internet. Oh, it's so stupid. So Santa Claus is going to have to be removed. There are a lot of stupid conspiracies, but well, so are. Just, well, How about you don't watch them? Like Russiagate. Yeah, exactly. Or weapons of mass destruction. Or the Gulf of Tonkin. Or I just found a photo on the internet with one of the, the Nigerians with white face. So, oh my God. You know, he Dude. uses that because there's somebody I mean, he's wearing red on purpose. He knows <laughs> somebody wants to fuck Santa. And he's like, he's I'm just going to get, get that to. one crazy my, chick. Is that Tampa? Miami, definitely. That was in uh, Vegas. Oh, oh I yeah. love Tampa, though. Tampa's like scumbag Vegas. <laughs> I, I say it, they get kind of offended. And I'm That's like, redundant. Oh, you, guys, you guys do. You got, well... You mean Clearwater? L- Vegas is blue collar LA. And then Tampa is scumbag fucking, um, scumbag fucking. I like Vegas. Clearwater because I met Hogan yesterday. So, call <laughs> yeah, Hogan. You, you could be in Tampa, then when you get to Clearwater, you're like, oh, I'm in the hills. Well, yeah. My, yeah. My friend was a cop in Clearwater. I heard a lot about it. If they didn't have hurricanes, I'd go live there. Well, but the thing now is, like, San Diego's as expensive. It's as it's like LA and San Diego, same price of living. Exactly. Why live here? Go down there. Yeah. Be around all the people who said fuck LA. All it's like <laughs> they're just tens who are happy to see you. You just don't see that anywhere no, else. Tens. Well, we're almost done, dude. We never got the Yemen. We just kept yelling. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. We should do a show. That's why I, we, we'll just come back and like do that. Well, I'm pretty chill, and I've also like had a day on an airplane. And no, 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 no. <laughs> you are always calm, and I'm always screaming. It's uh, you know I've lived in Japan for ten years, I know, so I got that that zen. Uh, Everyone around me can be screaming, and I'll just mm, yeah. Uh, have you ever thought about going to Anthrax or what is it, Apocalypto or whatever that place is <laughs> out there, or what is that in uh, Acapulco, the the big oh, conference? Yeah. Would you ever go to that? Oh, Anacapulco. Yeah. That um. Yeah, if, if it came at a time and I had time in my schedule to do it, I'd do I it. I think I'm going to go far away, so. it, I want to see if they want to do stand-up. I'd love to they go. They ought to. That's what they need. I'm telling mm-hmm. you. me screaming at people. The sugar that helps the medicine go <laughs> I'll buy down. the ticket. <laughs> yeah. I'm thinking about doing it. I need to find out who to contact and put together some comics to go out there. A bunch of people want to do it. Well, Yemen, real fast, I did explain the Maritime Silk Road and the actual reasons because of the... The typical story about Yemen is probably some orientalized nonsense about Sunni Shia, and you know that's that's the tertiary reason. It's all about shipping lanes, and Pompeo even came out and said we can't allow Iran to control shipping lanes. The gist of it is, they want a war with Iran. They can't get a war with Iran until Saudi Arabia has coastal real estate in Yemen, because the first thing Iran would do is shut down the Strait of Hormuz, and that would stop the oil flow from Saudi Arabia, Bahrain, Qatar, Kuwait. It would make the gas lines in the 70s look like, yeah, nothing. So, yeah, they can't have a proxy war, a a hot war. They can't get Iran until they finish Yemen. So So, so do you feel that criticizing the policies of Israel is way more acceptable than it used to be? Well, it used to be just zero tolerance for that. So it's gotten to the point where... Like, because Palestinians have cell phones and they're showing the murder porn, like, every Friday, snipers. They, Israeli tourists that go to the border and watch Israeli soldiers snipe kids. Like, every Friday like they murder someone. Yeah. They just say, oh, they get to get the one in the blue shirt. Pa-pow, ha-ha-ha. 
and uh, you know, no threat. They have no. They're what? They throw a piece of clay at you or something like. They're shooting children every week. Well, you know, uh, you know, it's like Israel, and the is world like sees the that. It's like hard to. Get. It's basically the size of L.A. to San Diego, and the amount of money we send there, the amount of propaganda. Oh, that has to be being done on that population. Because I've met, I've met Palestinians, I've met Israels. They're Israelis. They're fucking nice people. But it's like that thing. It just something happens. It's like kill, kill, kill. Both sides. You know, obviously one side is getting the end of it a little bit more than the other side, right? Or a little bit or a lot more. Okay, but it's like. But it's this conditioning right. that demonizes the other side of like this small population bombarded with fucking propaganda. They want this, they want to kill you, blah, 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 blah. And even when you talk to people, if you go, if you go, hey man, if you took Israel, replace them with American cops, and you took Palestinians and replace them with American blacks, how would you feel about that? Exactly. And they just, oh, it's not the same. Explain it. Explain it. And dude, you know, I, I know you... It's because God gave him that land, you know. Like, it's unbelievable. It's because disgusting. Because how many of these fucking people in this town say they're atheists? But yet when it comes to... So uh, it's funny you brought that up. They're not, though, because they... I have, especially with uh, my Jewish friends who are like, no, I'm an atheist. That you can't believe in the state of Israel. Oh, no, no, that's different. Well, no, if, if you, 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 the Bible says that you have a claim to that area. Well, King David, who's there. about as real as King Arthur. <laughs> the bigger time. tragedy is nobody here knows what's happening there. That's in my opinion. Well, a lot of them don't. Now, and there are some people brave enough like Jimmy Dore and all that shit. Mm-hmm. And I'll, yeah. I'll talk to him for you because I think you'd be great on that shit. And he's one of the few people that isn't afraid to call it out. And it's just because the thing has been so... Control, but they didn't for a long time. Like ten years ago, they weren't like almost nobody. I remember trying really hard to get Abby to talk about it and actually fighting with her about it. And then she went over there, and boy, she'll talk about it now. She's seen it. I can't believe but, they still let her in. I don't know if she can go back or not, but like banned. she already she did ten years on that ten year list. Yeah, for sure. I I would. I mean, like I'm doing a gig right now, and they're like, "Do you have this passport?" I'm like, Do you "I wish I could talk to her about APAC and stuff." That, that she doesn't. She hasn't. That, she's got a pink pill right now. She doesn't have the full red pill. Well, she yet, was. Though. She came on my show and basically. Well, here's a couple things. She came on my show, and she basically admitted to Pedogate, and then goes, "Did I just submit to that?" And the thing, I'm like, yeah. And the second thing. You watch the video, you see an orb just fucking going past her in the back, dude. Because this place is shady as shit, dude. <laughs> a drone or something? Yeah, dude, ghosts and fucking shit. There was weird shit happened here. But I want to do a Yemen show with you. Yeah, for sure. And I still want to do that battle of what was the mountain? That's the Red Oh, Mexican? Blair Mountain, yeah. I really want to do that. Yeah, people don't understand a lot of our labor rights didn't come from whining That's and complaining. It was, it was thousands of guys with guns. <laughs> That's why I think people need to hear it. One of the Hatfields was the sheriff for that, the Hatfield-McCoy family. So. Well, you know, it's like, for me, my show is like, it's, it's starting to a, like... A lot of the stuff that's demonized, like rednecks, like that's the one group, like it's perfectly socially acceptable to shit on all you want, you know? Yeah. They don't know the origin of the rednecks. Yeah. They don't know where that's that came from. That's why I want to do that show. We'll, we'll do that show. We'll do we're both gonna, We're going to do another JFK down the line, but I think people need to hear that sh- that story. JFK's a big one. I think feminism is trying to take away the hard work and sacrifice of a lot of people. The coal well, miners' rebellion, and that really relates. Sincerely, it's that right. The, the what is it? The learn to code crap. They were talking to miners, right? Talking to like coal miner, digging to mine, not miner kids, whatever. Right. And they're and they're saying, "Oh, well, you're 50 years old. You've been digging coal. Why don't you go learn to code?" 
Like, how arrogant is that? And then when their uh, Hillary Obama money ran out and all, Huffington Post had to lay off all these people, we we're saying, hey, just go learn to code. Yeah. And so we start getting banned on Twitter for throwing their snarky stuff oh, back yeah, at the them. So thing. it's all Dish Can't Take. But that is those miners are the ones who really started the real labor because movement, the bad. real liberals, not the leftists, like actual liberals that used to care about labor rights and, like, you know, the, your, your Bobby Kennedy types. Like, I, like, we don't have those kind of Democrats anymore. Labor's dead. It's all identity politics. By fucking trust fund kids. And they are non-player characters. There is no inner dialogue. And you see it in the newspapers. That's the fake news. And now the newspapers are saying, I saw a headline the other day in the Wall Street Journal, and it was some uh, election in India, and it said, uh, fake news, the cause of India's sway in the election. It's like they can't think for themselves, so whatever you accuse them of, they just spit it back at you. Well, that's like both George Bush and Hillary did that. It's like, what was George Bush? Did he really serve? No. Everybody knows it, so what do you do? Go after John Kerry's fucking service, and we know that's all theater, but that's what they do. The Russian shit was because everybody knew she did the fucking uranium deal. So you put it on him, and it just—I mean, everyone's like, "Dude, I mean, like, there's a lot of things to hate about." Just, there's an Jim. endless list of things to say about Hillary beyond the uranium deal, right. but you know, well, one hundred percent. But that—that yeah. that was a big. She had done sure. Some it's so hypocritical to be doing that and then accusing someone else Six of rushing. People just got sentenced to prison this week for, for the uranium one. Really? Yeah, I just read it. Yep. The hammer's coming down. She's not on that list. Of course not. And that's how, if, if nothing happens to her, which I, I'm 99.9% sure, then you know it was all theater. It's all theater. And Trump was just another fucking goddamn fucking pro wrestler. And I think he is. He actually financed also, WrestleMania 4 and WrestleMania yeah, 5, and he did, a, uh, he did a run with Vince McMahon after that. You had, <laughs> a storyline. You had some, mentioned something to the, the effect of when you get to billions of dollars, you're probably not a good person. Yeah. And they all have dirt on each other. So it's like... There are no okay, billionaires we're, without we're the state. We're allowing you to do your thing because you have dirt on us. Yeah. But don't take it too far because we will throw you under the bus. Oh, dude. I, when you sell your soul, they could do whatever they want with it. Charles Kushner was, went to jail with for sexual blackmail and campaign finance laws that he was breaking. He blackmailed his own brother-in-law, set up a honey trap, and filmed the sexual escapade. And his son is uh, Trump's son-in-law. The Kushner family is so dirty. Oh, I, I did this film called Trump's Sinus Ball and Chain. And like, if you really want to nail Trump, all the info in that, that's what you, they could He's be talking it. about. They don't talk about any of that. They talk about this fake shit with yeah, Russiagate. They're all in the not, same club. Because they can't talk it's about the Port Authority said. and any of this corruption because they are doing the same thing with the same crooks. Yep. I mean, they brought back the guys from the Iran-Contra. For the fact that... Elliot Abrams was in Iran-Contra, and he wants to invade Venezuela. Way, it looks like uh, <laughs> one of uh, fucking... Uh, who's the puppet guy? What's his name? <laughs> Fuck. A lot of those. Okay, I, I don't narrow it down. Uh, talking about Bolton? Yeah, no, no, no. That's, yeah, they're totally true. Ari well, Fleischer. <laughs> guys, I appreciate you guys coming in. I'd love to do this again. I don't know when the next time you'll be in the United States. We'll talk about the labor movement one show, and we'll do Yemen another show. I love it, dude. You're the okay. best. You guys are the best, whatever Thank shady you. motherfuckers you guys are. <laughs> I appreciate you, and uh, I appreciate you guys listening. Thank you guys very much, and we'll do it again soon. Bye, everybody. Live from the belly of the beast. We appreciate you. Thank you. Take care. Foil, 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 foil,